Hey guys, welcome to the podcast today. We are broadcasting the Facebook Friday episode number 125, where today we are going to be talking about your first 30 days as a real estate agent. And I know that, you know, uh, in any career, the first 30 days isn't going to make or break you. You're not going to have this just massive home run of the park and become the most amazing real estate agent to ever exist. But the first 30 days do matter, right? You've, you've established habits, you're creating patterns, you're learning your scripts, your dialogues, you're really under understanding what it takes to be an awesome real estate agent. So we're going to go through a couple tactics for you guys and uh, give you a few ideas of what you can do over your first 30 days to have an epic, amazing career in real estate. So let's go get into it. This is The Air Cameron Show. Thanks for joining along each week as we uncover tips and strategies to help you grow your business through social media efforts like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and many other platforms. Hey guys, and happy Friday. I think we're live. We're trying a new program out over here. Hopefully you guys are doing fantastic and enjoying your Fridays. Guys, welcome to Facebook Friday. My name is Eric Hammond of The Orange Stack, and we do this show live every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific, to show you guys how to grow your real estate business and do more amazing things. Today, we are talking about the first 30 days of being a real estate agent and how to create the habits and patterns in your daily life that you need to to accomplish the real estate goal and create the career that you probably started out to achieve. So let's cue up the intro and get into it. Hey guys, and welcome, welcome. Today is Facebook Friday. We show you guys how to grow your business, how to do more with technology, and just how to do some awesome things with what's available in today's marketplace. I want to have to go work for a company. I want to do my own thing and have my own potential and have my own flexibility of doing that thing. That if you don't live by your calendar, you don't have a life. So focus on that calendar and live by it. Hey guys, and welcome back. Thanks again for being here every Friday morning. This show has been going on now for 125 episodes. Really awesome. We're getting into the end of 2019 and about to hit 2020, which I'm super excited about. This officially marks the end of my decade of real estate. And now as I get into year 11, uh, exciting times ahead of me. I'm super excited for just, you know, where life's going for me, where real estate's going for you guys, the technology that's coming out. I've been trying to keep abreast of all the new changes to Facebook and YouTube and all the social media platforms and just new technology that's coming out and so much fun. What a great time to be in real estate. And for many of you, you might be brand new into this career. You might be just figuring things out. Maybe you just got your license or maybe you decided to just go full time for the first time. Maybe you've come from another career and you've been you know, selling a couple homes per year and you decided this is the year, this is the time where I wanna make real estate my full time passion and, and go all in. And good for you. You know what? There is a lot of money to be made in real estate. I know plenty of agents who make six plus figures every single year, crush it in real estate. On the other side of that, I know a lot of agents who struggle and I want to help you guys today in determining what needs to happen during your first 30 days of getting into real estate so that you can have the best career possible so that you can sell the most amount of homes and you can make this something that's a possibility. Maybe you've seen other real estate agents in your life or seen other agents on, on YouTube or social media and aspire to be like them, right? Whether it's selling 100 homes a year or building a team with you know 15, 20 agents where you sell several hundred homes a year. Whatever your goal is today, let's just jump right into it. Number one is determine where you want to go. What 
do you want this business to be? Is it a part-time hobby for you? Is it just something that you maybe become a weekend agent and you sell a few homes a year, you just work with friends and family? Or is it, you know, the fact that you're gonna maybe bring on a couple agents over the next couple of years? Um, when we had our real estate team, we became a pretty good sized team. We had four listing agents, four buyers agents, a whole slew of other people on our team, contractors and stagers and TCs and admins. Uh, it was a massive endeavor, but at the end of the day, we ended up selling about 250 homes per year, which was awesome. Um, I think when I first got my real estate license and I kind of went down this path, I didn't see that was my tunnel vision that I was trying to accomplish. I just knew that I really liked real estate and I like construction and I like helping people buy homes. And for me, I got into real estate because I liked flipping homes and I liked the rental properties and I liked the, uh, the investment side of it more so than, you know, seeing that big smiling face on that homeowner. And that came later, obviously, but I didn't have these massive dreams. And I think that if I would have positioned myself to say, here's where I want to get to, I probably would have been able to even exceed those numbers as good as they were. I probably would have been able to hit higher numbers. So right off the bat, I would say, you know, what does the next year look like for you? Where do you see yourself in a year from now? Did you sell 20 homes? You know, did you bring on your first buyer's agent? Were you in multiple areas? Are you just selling a couple? What What's really your strategy that you're looking for? After a year, consider what a five-year goal looks like and then a 10-year goal. I wouldn't really try to go much past that unless you just want to dream about it. But ultimately, what is the expectation of this career? What do I want to go? What do I want to accomplish? How much money do I want to make, right? Those are some things that you should ask yourself. So right now we're at that time of the year where everybody sets their New Year's resolutions and their expectations for the next year. Now is the perfect time to do this. So get out of your pad of paper, uh, write down your goals, your one year, your five year and your 10 year goals. Pencil it out. How many homes do I need to sell? How much income do I want to make? You can figure out the math on that, right? 3%. And what does my team look like, right? What does it look like in 10 years from now? Am I the CEO of, of a team that, you know, I don't maybe go out every single day and sell homes. Maybe I'm just the brand that people understand and recognize. Maybe my, my agents that work for me are the ones that go out there and meet with new buyers and they meet with sellers and, and they're the ones getting deals done. How do you see yourself fitting into this situation? <clears throat> I recently watched a video from uh, Russell Brunson, who's a huge marketer that I love and he runs ClickFunnels, if you're familiar with that software. And he was asking Tony Robbins the question of, you know, is it time for me to sell my business? Uh, and, and Tony basically said, you know, you've been in the artwork so much. You've you've been in the trenches working. You've, you've created this amazing business, but because you're so deep and having to solve all the problems that a CEO would have, you're not able to do the things that you love. So he said, first off, don't think about selling the business because you love it so much. I wouldn't recommend that that's the, the route that you go. I mean, you're financially set. You don't need to sell it to make money. You, what you need to do is go hire a CEO, somebody who can step into that footprint and then still be able to do the things that you enjoy. And right now you don't know what you enjoy in real estate. You don't know if you love listing appointments or working with new buyers or, you know, meeting new people or, or what strategy you, you enjoy the most. So you need to kind of do them all. You need to kind of get your feet wet and really understand what's involved in the whole transaction from beginning to end so that you can hire the right people and make the progress that you need to. But once you start to get a feel for, for what you enjoy, go deeper on those things, right? Maybe you love listing appointments. Maybe you love working with new home buyers. Maybe you love presenting. Uh, one of the things that we did on our real estate team was we did a monthly class on how to sell your home for more money. And it's one of the things that I enjoyed most about uh, our real estate team was the content that we put out there and the education of our clients so that they understood how much we knew about real estate and how we could help them ultimately sell their home for more money. So you got to decide again, what it is that you want to do in your business. And again, it's too early to know, but just kind of keep aware of those things as over the next 12 months as you start to develop your business. What are the things that you want to focus on? Figuring out how you can go deeper on those and how you can spend most of your time on those. So let's get back to our first 30 days. One of the things you need to do is start generating leads. And that could be a little tricky because for most of you guys, you're just going to go wherever the shiny object is. There's going to be so many different software programs out there and ads that you're going to see online and strategies that maybe brokers teach you. What I would suggest is find something that works
works for you. Um, some of the older coaches out there teach you to get on the phone every single day. They tell you to call the FISBOs and the expires and call everybody in your phone. That can work if you love being on the phone. For some of us, we don't love it. I personally didn't enjoy being on the phone every single day. It was something that I just didn't love. I knew that I had to do it and I did it back then because social media ads weren't working as well, but it wasn't what I loved. And that's ultimately why I started the business that I'm in today because I wanted to get myself off the phone and I knew that there's plenty of agents who didn't want to be on the phone every day. But if being on the phone is your thing, let's talk about that for a second. You've got scripts you've got to memorize, you've got dialogues you need to go through, you have objection handlers you need to figure out, figure out what your scripts are, start to memorize those and get on the phone as often as you can, right? I'm not telling you that the phone is the best place to go, but if you feel like you need to be on the phone and that's where you want to be, spend about two hours a day practicing your scripts over the first 30 days so that you really engrave that script in your head. And even if you don't get on the phone to cold call people, it's still a script that you might be able to use in real life, right? When you're standing in line at Starbucks or you meet somebody at a networking event, ask them about their home. How long have they lived there? And you know, what do they enjoy about it? And what are they looking for in their next property? And how soon are they thinking about buying their next property, right? These kind of scripts will help you. So I think being on the phone can be a benefit because you just have a ton of conversations. You just plow through them. Usually uh, on, a, on a given day, you'll probably have 60 to 200 conversations depending on you know who you're calling and all that. And by having so many conversations per week after 30 days, you're going to be a master on the phone and you're going to figure out how to talk to people and, and what they need to hear and the questions that you need to ask them to evoke the answers that you're looking for. So really position yourself in a way that you can get to know your scripts. So over the first 30 days, spend about two hours a day on the script. The other side of it is if you're going to be on the phone, spend about two hours a day on the phone. If you don't have anybody to call, subscribe to services like Land Voice or Volcom 7 or any of these other dialers that provide you people to call, right? They're going to give you expired numbers, meaning somebody else had that listing and now the listing is expired because it didn't sell and now you can have the opportunity to try to sell it. There's for sell by owners, even just circle calling, right? That's where we spend a lot of our time with circle calling. Just circle call the neighbors and say, hey, I know that you live in this neighborhood. There's been some homes that have sold recently. Have you thought, had any thoughts on selling uh, in the next three to six months as well? Okay, so that's a good thing to do if you want to focus on um, on the phone. What I would suggest for me, at least, and, and maybe this works for a lot of you guys, is starting to establish your presence online. I know that it takes a while, a long while, to have a presence online where people are attracted to work with you, but that's okay. You got to start somewhere. Most of you guys have probably not built out a social media account for your real estate business yet. I would spend at least an hour every single day for the first 30 days on social media, right? So get all your Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all those accounts set up so that they're there. You probably have a business name that you've established right now. Um, you know, figure out what that is and then get that social name uh, on Facebook and, and everywhere that you can, right? If you're going to call it Eric's Real Estate Shop or whatever, just have it be consistent everywhere that you go. If you need to go out and buy the URL so that you can have that as well, that would be a good time to do it. But really think through that. Um, there's a lot of, you know, different thoughts on how you brand yourself. Is it, you know, Eric Hammond Real Estate or is it, you know, Banana Real Estate, something that you can um, sell in the future that's not tied to your name personally. It could be, you know, your town's name, but however you name yourself, just figure out what that's going to be. Again, if you want to be the main person in that business, or if you want it to be more of a branded name, like um, Century 21, right? That's a more of a branded name versus like Keller Williams, where it's named after the owner. So figure out your name, buy or get all your social media accounts set up. Again, within probably two or three days, you could probably have all that stuff set up, get your artwork done. Definitely go get your headshots taken so that you can have some nice photos of you, you know, dressed up in uh, some nice clothes, <laughs> basically. I wear a t-shirt around here all the time because that's just my style. By the way, this is a new t-shirt. My wife uh, started up a t-shirt company this year and this is one of the first shirts that we made. So it's called Keep Life Simple, which I appreciate. So anyway, more info on that to come later. <laughs> so anyway, get your photos done, make some good banners, you know, have, if there's somebody in your company who can help you with that. If not, there's a lot of resources online to help you design something a little snazzy that's gonna stand out 
out. Fill out all the bio info, right? All the contact me, all your websites, all your phone numbers, make sure it works, that it's accurate. Um, funny story, we, when we were first in real estate, I made a bunch of t-shirts and on the back it said, I'll buy your house because we were trying to buy flips and we were trying to buy lots of homes back then. And so I'd wear this shirt to Home Depot and I'd wear it everywhere I went. And on the back it said, I'll buy your house and it had our phone number. It wasn't until about two years later, I realized that two of the numbers were reversed. The end of our number ended in eight, seven and I put it as seven, eight. No phone calls from this shirt. I didn't even realize it. I just put the shirt on every single day and wore it. And then one day I realized that I had the wrong number. So don't make that mistake on your own business. Check through all the stuff, make sure all your links work, make sure all your phone numbers work, make sure your email works, big, big things to do. Um, so get all your accounts set up. There's plenty of courses about what to say uh, in social media and, and what to post. If you're interested in, in any of our content that we have to share with you, we have a, a platform on TOS marketing, I'm sorry, TOS university. So the orange stack, TOSuniversity.com, where you can check out all of our content classes about what do I say when I'm on social media, right? What do I post on Facebook? What do I post on Instagram? What kind of content should I put out there on YouTube? You're just basically wanting to share content that's going to educate your clients and show them that you know what you're doing in real estate and that you can help them sell their house or help them buy a new. Okay, so start getting your social media account set up and then get in the habit of creating content daily. One of the things that I do right now, which I will admit I am not 100% at it, but I try to, I probably get nine out of 10 times done, okay? So I'm pretty close, but every single day, I try to go live and share my, I guess you could say thoughts and feelings and things that I'm learning with my audience, okay? So right now I have an audience between all of our platforms of probably just under six or 7,000, somewhere in there. I basically create the, the content on Facebook because that's where our biggest audience is. And then I distribute it to other ones. I distribute it to Instagram, it goes out through email, it's in our podcast, there's just lots of places that it goes. But basically for, for five or 10 minutes a day, I hold up my phone, I talk to you guys, I share my content with you guys. I call them mini lives because they're you know again about five or 10 minutes long. Share something of value with you guys, it's gonna help you in your business. And the cool thing about it is by doing that for me personally, it's causing me to need to learn something, right? I need to learn something new about my business that I can share with you guys because I'm trying to teach you guys how to market. So it's causing me to learn, which is great. <clears throat> it's allowing me to get in front of you guys on a regular basis. We don't get thousands of views on that every single day, but I know that eventually it trickles down to everybody and you get to see my smiling face or hear my voice in a podcast. You get to engage with me. And even if you just swipe by and don't pay attention, I'm still showing up in your newsfeed, which is the point, right? I'm building subconscious brand record and you guys should do the same thing. So as you uh, get onto social media and you start producing content, think about the things that you're learning right now. It's the biggest learning curve you're gonna have in your business. You know, you're just gonna have this skyrocket of education as you're learning about the contracts, as you're learning about the MLS, as you're learning about the houses and the market and interest rates and how loans work and how the title process works. Share all this information with your audience. They're gonna soak it up. Right now, you guys are probably, if you're brand new in real estate, you're probably at the same level of knowledge. If someone's bought another house uh, in their life, right, they've already bought a home or sold a home, they might know a little bit more than you as a real estate agent, ironically. But as you start learning, you're gonna pass them. So they wanna learn this education as well. They wanna learn how to get the best interest rates. They wanna learn about what arms are. They wanna learn about you know how the title process works. And when I show up, what am I signing? They wanna know how the home inspection works. They wanna know everything that has to do with that real estate transaction so that they can be better prepared to buy their next home. So every single day, find just a moment somewhere in your office or out at a house or wherever you are, even if you're driving, just plug in your headphones, share something that you've learned that day and invite your clients to take action on something. It doesn't have to be, you know, buy a house today, but it could be, you know, if you're interested in looking at homes, you know, send me the top five things that you're interested in your next home. It could be, you know, if you're out thinking about selling your house, what are the things that you're interested in your house of fixing up? You know, is it the kitchen, is it the bath? What's gonna help you get the most value out of your home when you go to sell it? Point is to stay in front of your clients and your audience as often as you can and share valuable content that they're wanting to learn. Again, because I've been
been doing this now for the last, I'd say six or seven months. It's brought me all sorts of new business. It's brought me people that have, you know, been on the fence of watching some of our other content like this. It's it's allowed me to stay in communication with people who know me, who just aren't quite ready to uh, take over our businesses yet. There's just all sorts of opportunities that it provides me and it can do the same thing for you. Another cool thing about it is it allows you to get better at speaking. Now, this is our 125th show of Facebook Friday. This is the first show that we've started and it's the longest running, which is great. I have a couple other shows that we've been doing. I have vlogs, lots of video content around here. As rough as I am right now, I'm definitely a lot better than I was before. When we first started doing this show, I had tons of issues trying to get my content out there, trying to um, speak in a way that you guys could understand and follow along. So by going live every single day, it allows me to practice, right? You're not gonna have the opportunity to go on listening presentations every single day until you get a lot of business generated. So by being able to educate your clients and speak in a live manner where it's live and you can't edit it out and you can't stop the video, you just gotta keep going. You're gonna force yourself to get better and better at talking. You're gonna learn how to tell stories better. You're gonna learn how to communicate with your audience better. You're gonna see what they wanna learn, what they're interested in knowing about and how you can help them as a real estate agent. So I would definitely encourage you to, to start that habit. Get your Facebook account set up, go live on Facebook. I would say Facebook is probably the place to go because that's probably where most of your clients are gonna be depending on the demographic of who you're working with. Either way, Instagram allows you to do the same thing. Go live on Facebook or Instagram daily, um, download that content and, and put it out in other places as well. So there's a lot of strategies you can do with that content, but definitely save it, um, you know, store it up for now because it's gonna be great content that you can share later with your audience, whether you wanna put that on YouTube or something else as well. But do that, get consistent at it. After 30 days, you're gonna get in the groove, you're gonna love it. Um, go live every single day, it's gonna change your business forever. So do that. The next thing I would recommend is to start really understanding the contract. Someone once told me if I can turn the contract upside down and explain it to a fifth grader, I'm sorry, not a fifth grader, yeah, fifth grader, a fifth grader um, upside down, then I know my contract. Because a fifth grader can understand a lot, right? They have some pretty good vocabulary at that point in their life. But the contract, at least in our state, in California, it's pretty complicated. It's pretty long. Um, I've seen some shorter contracts, like five or six pages. I think California right now is like 16 pages, if I remember. There's a lot of info in there, right? There's a lot of check boxes, there's a lot of initials, there's a lot of questions that your clients are gonna ask. I would recommend reading through that contract every day for the first 30 days until you know it so well that you can turn it upside down and explain it to a fifth grader on the other side of the table so that you can go through it line by line as they're asking questions and filling it out. If you don't have a fifth grader, just make it work, right? You'll figure it out. But the point is, is to understand that contract so that when you are at a listing appointment and you are working with a future client and they say, yeah, I'd love for you to sell my house, you're not like, oh crap, now what, right? I don't know how to explain this contract. I don't know what you're gonna be signing. Just initial everything and, and I'll get back to you. That's still the wrong way to do it. So get to know that contract, read it every single day, get to know the buyer's agreement too, because you're gonna be working with buyers as well. Get to know them. And then the last thing that I would suggest that you guys do as we wrap this up is to get to know the inventory in your neighborhood, right? You're gonna be selling homes in your neighborhood. You're gonna be working with buyers who wanna know what's going on. Tell me about the houses. Is this a good price range? I don't know. Let's just make an offer and see if they take it, right? Figure out what's going on in your neighborhood. Get to know them. So what I did when I was brand new is I started to go look at houses every single day. I would work my butt off till about four o'clock. I would get there around 6.37, work, work, work until four. And then from four to five, I'd go look at a couple homes. I'd go home, eat dinner with my family, and then I'd get back on the MLS and start seeing what was going on in my neighborhood sales-wise. You know, how many days on market, what was going on at prices, were people reducing their prices? I really wanted to go get to know my neighborhood really well. So from four to five, I would go tour homes. I have an MLS key, it get me into any house that I wanted to that was vacant. If I needed to schedule some appointments, I would do that. I just wanted to see what was going on, right? I would try to set up at least three or four vacant houses um, so that I could go check those out and then maybe just one uh, occupied home so that I could get into them and not bother them too much. So when you're there, 
there, take note of what's going on, see what people are doing, see what kind of kitchens are you know in style right now, see what layouts are there, see how prices change, right? You might have similar style homes in a neighborhood, but the price will reflect differently based on different amenities that they have. For example, we were just talking about this. So we're adding on to our house. We have a yard that's probably twice as big as anybody else in this whole neighborhood because we're at the end of a cul-de-sac. It allows us to add on. We have more square footage now because we're doing this addition uh, than any of the homes in our neighborhood. And because of that, we're going to be one of the highest priced homes when we go to sell someday uh, in our neighborhood. We have one of the best views. We have the biggest flat lot. We're going to have amenities that nobody else offers. So how do you comp that in a neighborhood where nobody else has a lot this big, right? How do you comp amenities that nobody else has? How do you go find these comparables? Get to know the homes in your area. See how things stack out. See what makes one house sell for more money than another. While you're there, another great video idea. Go take a video, get a selfie stick if you need to, hold the camera back at you and say, guys, we're gonna go check out this house on 123 Main Street. It's got this great layout. Let's go check it out, right? Make this video like three or four minutes. Make it live if you can. Share it back to Facebook and Instagram if you can. You're bringing more content to your audience. I would try to make one of those videos at least every single day. If not, you know, maybe three or four times a week. Again, just to start producing content to share it with your audience. If all you do is get up and say, hey guys, I just listed a house. Hey guys, I just sold a house. It gets kind of old, right? But your clients are going to be looking for new homes. They want to see what's fresh in the market. Try to go see the homes that were just listed that week. Bring something new. Most people are just going to, or most of the agents are just going to upload, you know, seven to 20 photos on the MLS and that's it. But as you know, a video is worth so much more than a photo. So take videos of these houses. If you need to get permission from the agent who has it listed, do that first because some agents don't want their properties being marketed by other agents. You got to figure that out. But the point is to start getting exposure, start learning your scripts, get comfortable with the things in your business that you're going to be doing on a regular basis. Get on social media as fast as you can and tell the world now that you're a new real estate agent. Tell them that you just changed careers. Tell them that you're going full time if you've been part time. Tell them that you're launching your social media accounts and to follow you and subscribe, right? Tag friends that you know from other businesses. The point is just get yourself out there. Don't be a secret agent. So many people don't remember the name of their agent 12 months later. This is the biggest financial decision they've ever made in their life. They can't remember the person's name who sold them this house 12 months later. Don't be that agent, okay? Stay with it. Remind them who you are. Create content on a regular basis. Be there for them. Provide them with the value that they need, that they're looking for, that they want from you. And you're going to kill it in this business, guys. That's just the first 30 days. There's so much more that you can do, but I know that this will kickstart your business. It'll help you start figuring out what you want to do. And it'll help you start approaching new audiences that'll probably have never heard of you before, who aren't probably going to answer the phone, who aren't going to show up to the open houses that you hold, who, you know, will never hear of you. So this will allow you to get yourself out there uh, and reach the audience that you're looking for. Guys, I appreciate you coming along. Again, check out the TOSUniversity.com website. There's so much uh, great education there. We've created six or seven, maybe eight different courses for you. Lots of great content, lots of freebies in there too. There's lots of cool PDFs and eBooks that we have available. If you're just getting started or just trying to figure out your social media groove or whatever it is that you're trying to do to build your brand on social media. I'm Eric Cameron of the Orange Stack. Thanks again for being here every single Friday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific. Again, we do this show on Fridays. We have our Ask Eric show on Mondays at 10 a.m. Appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, I think it's over there. Subscribe over here, hit the like button, tag a friend who needs to hear this, but come back for more. We're here to help you guys grow your real estate business. Guys, appreciate it. Until next week, we'll see you then. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on today's show. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to get these podcasts delivered to you every week as we share strategies on how to grow your business with social media. I'm Eric Hammond with the Orange Stack. We'll see you next time.